you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And Tierra's here. It <laughs> wasn't planned, but we were celebrating the holiday weekend. So she's just here. She may not speak, but she may. She may jump in. She so may jump in. Let y'all know. Someone else is here. <laughs> I got people upstairs. Someone come down. It's just, just I got people in the house. <laughs> so, how was your weekend thus far? I hope a long weekend. Um, I've been running the streets this weekend. I saw <laughs> on Instagram. Yes, if y'all don't follow me, y'all can see what happened to me last night. Yeah, LeBron twerking on you or something? Right. Talking about he want to lick. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. We was in this bar. And it looked like y'all was at, um. We was at Union Jacks. That's in Columbia, for anyone who doesn't know. Um, and. I saw him walk in. I said, okay, look at Pop Pop. And I made a joke. Like, I was like, oh, okay, that's funny to talk to. I used to get my sugar daddy. He heard you? No. So, for the the most of the night, he was talking to these other girls. I was like, dang, Tierra, we missed it. We could have been getting, someone could have paid our bill. And then he came over to us, and I was like, see, you know what? I ain't really want you over here like that because you were just. Exactly what you wanted. Okay, so he came up to us. Danced up to us. Okay. It was like, what y'all know about, you know, the cues? Yeah, on his cue shirt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, y'all bite. <laughs> and he was like, well, let me tell you something. You know, I don't bite, but I lick. <laughs> he is old enough to be my grandfather for the record, everyone. He's still licking. Okay. It's my problem, He ain't married. He said he was home. He thought, let me just go out. I live close by, so I just, you know, I just want to have fun. He had an erection. Oh, no. Yes. Yes. I was like, oh, no. No. I felt it when he rubbed on my leg. And I said, sir. get." I was like, no, no. I like like, turned. It was like, no. No. I was like, no. And we literally like. That's how you get your bills. I'm not, as much as I be talking about, like, wanting a chicken daddy, I'm not built for that. I'm really not. I'm really not. So then we, like, snuck out, because he was, like, on watch. He came outside. Oh, my God. Like, you're leaving. <laughs> oh, my God. We were like, yes. Yes. That's funny. Go back inside, oh, man. Like, um, and I went to, that was Saturday night, but Saturday I went to brunch with a friend, and Friday, I don't think I really did anything. And today, went to church and then have family over right now. Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of doing a little mini cookout. So I've been. Cooking. Well, yeah, it's been a cook in, frankly. It's we, like flooding in Catonsville. It really is. Crazy. I heard. Yeah. And we have a flood warning, um, too. Mm-hmm. So it's been a good weekend. I'm so happy I get to sleep in tomorrow. Right. <laughs> and yeah, that's it. Well, for me, Friday. Um, I, Glenda got a new job, so we went out for, well, it was a really early dinner, because I got off at 3.30. Well, shout out to Glenda. Yeah, so we just went out to celebrate her endeavors, um, and then I drove around to yeah. an infinite number of liquor stores, because <laughs> liquor stores be lying, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> liquor store by my house, we've been looking for this sangria that everybody talks The Capri, Capricio, yes. Caprio. And the liquor store by my house Lion. said they were going to have it Thursday. We went to an event Thursday that we'll talk about momentarily. But we went to an event Thursday, so by the time I got home, they were closed. So I'm like, shoot, okay, fine. Hopefully they didn't sell out and they'll have it tomorrow. Friday, oh, we not going to have it till June. What? Like, Lost. y'all just told me y'all was going to have it and the two liquor stores by me said they was going to have a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And when I called, they was like, June. I'm like, but y'all said And the Tuesday. first people that said June was Total Wine. Well, they, they were being honest. Right. I, I appreciated them for keeping it a stack with me in the beginning. 
But I'm like, y'all getting on my nerves. And then, because your friend said that she saw some out in Largo, yeah. So that's why when I met up with Glinda, I was looking, because we was in Bowie. So I'm like, looking around there. Didn't nobody have it out there. She said, she later texted me, was like, that store sold out. The mm-hmm. one that her friend got it from. So I was in Virginia yesterday, and I'm like, Did they right, have nope. it? Nope. <laughs> oh, God. But a, a lot of your liquor stores closed early. Because mm-hmm. I was leaving Virginia at like, 9 30 10 and they most of them were already closed so i couldn't even go to see enough of them to see if they had it but the ones that were open they didn't have because i didn't call it all of them but well, we waited till june right um and then oh yeah yesterday i went to um midnight barbecue in dc that was it was all right but like yesterday was kind of an overcast rainy day too so i feel like not that many people came out but the good part about that was that because it, it was a bunch of like food trucks and stuff um so like there weren't as long lines at all the places so it was all right and then today i pretty much just chilled in the house i caught up on westworld and did a little bit of laundry i didn't have a to-do list this weekend because i decided it was my chill weekend i wasn't going to try to be i wasn't gonna like be productive but i'm not like slacking on nothing either so i was just chilling today didn't really do much <laughs> so, what media do you have for us today? Um, some updates. Mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, he turned himself. Turned in. himself in. <coughs> um, Which, for for all the people that were saying about Cosby, bring it because I was about to say that the black people and they don't get the white man. Here we I, go. Because this is the thing; it just takes time. It the, does. All the Weinstein charges came up after the Cosby charges. So, of course, Cosby going... He going to go first. Right. Like, duh. So, so he I has his time. I little argument I know. now. He I has his time. And was um, charged. She got released on a million dollar bail. Yeah, he got it. Uh, <laughs> he does. And so, we'll see. And once again, there have been many accounts of his behavior over a span of years among a lot of actresses celebrities a right. list to z has been so many different accounts right right so so um so we'll see yeah and i personally think he's guilty oh i know he's guilty and like, he's been charged mm-hmm. and we can move forward right now to morgan freeman <laughs> right i said and to this point we move forward to morgan freeman who um Women have come, eight women mm-hmm. have accused him of inappropriate behavior. Mm-hmm. He put out a statement, and I want to read the entire thing because we're going to talk about this statement because right. I thought it was problematic. Let's do it. I am devastated that 80 years of my life is at a risk of being undermined in the blink of an eye by Thursday's media reports. All victims of assault and harassment deserve to be heard, and we need to listen to them. But it is not right to to equate horrific incidents of sexual assault with misplaced compliments or humor. Let's let's pause on that and think what he just said, y'all. Misplaced comedy and humor? Compliments or humor. Compliments and humor. Okay. I admit (laughs) that I am someone who feels the need to try to make women and men Mm -hmm. feel appreciated and at ease around me. As a part of that, I would often try to joke with and compliment women and, a, and I thought it was a lighthearted and humorous way. Notice the second part, he just mentioned women. Right. Never mentioned he'd do that with men. Right, right. Okay. Clearly, I was not always coming across the way I intended. And that's why I apologize Thursday and will continue to apologize to anyone I may have upset, how, um, however, unintentionally. But I also want to be clear. I did not create unsafe work environments. I did not assault women. I did not offer employment or advancement in exchange for sex. Any suggestion that I did so is completely false. You see why I feel like that's problematic? Yeah. So, on one hand, he's saying, you know, I'm not, I did not create some, like, <clears throat> hostile work environment. Right. I didn't offer uh, jobs. jobs for sex. Mm-hmm. But he is saying that he may have made some, made some comments that could have made someone feel uncomfortable. Right. But that's not, it wasn't his intent. Right. So, the reason I say that's problematic is because, like, you, it's like on, you're not saying you did anything, but, but on one hand, I could have, but not that saying, far. Just in case what I said came off wrong, my bad. 
That's, right. that's, what, that's exactly what he's saying. But, it but sounds, he's like, but I was just trying to make you feel good as a person. It struggle. just sounds weird. That's what he's saying. <laughs> it sounds weird to me. It just I read the statement and was like, I don't know how to really feel about mm-hmm. what is he trying to say? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, some Did people, you see the women's statements that are accusing him? I didn't see all of them. I saw so, like two. They had a video. I think it only had two or three in it. One of them, I'm like, but the other ones, I'm like, all right, yeah, he did that. <laughs> like, but the one with the um pregnant woman, I think she reaching a little bit for that one. But the other ones, it sounds like they're it's, right. It's valid, and um, so and that's the whole thing with these whole uh, multiple accusers, guys. If one person is telling the truth, they're still guilty. Right. And if the other, and there, if there are people in line, shame on them. Right. Right. But. But. All, one is too much. One is too many. Yeah. And that's what I say for this, what I say with Harvey, what I say with Cosby. You know, like with Cosby, it was so many women. It was like, what if all these women lied? Maybe some of them are. But I, I, I guarantee you, there are a handful who are not. Right. That's a problem. Right. right. One is enough. Right. That's You know what I mean? Right. So that is going on. And so we'll see where that goes. I was honestly surprised though. My first thought was not Jesus, because you know he always played Jesus. I know people social media is <laughs> like, oh Lord, they attacking God. <laughs> so But I mean the reality of it is a lot of these older men back in the day did and said things that were inappropriate. And I think we need to also just realize actors and actresses are actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. We even sometimes it can be, I mean, we don't intend to. We idolize them for these certain okay. roles and these certain. We don't know these people. Right. They, are, they are actors. Not the roles that they play. They're, they're actors and actresses. We right. do not know these people. They go to work every day. They're talented people who mm-hmm. we admire in films and, you know, we love to see them in certain movies. And, you know what I mean? And yeah. I think sometimes we hold on to that. Yeah. We don't know them. It's the same thing with like Bill Cosby. Like, to me, Bill Cosby being a perv doesn't take away that. Tech away the the fact that I still think the the Cosby show was bomb. That was right. a good show. Right. He was not Cleve Huxtable. 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 It's okay, sis. Ooh, girl. It's alright. It's okay, sis. <laughs> I, I may have had a <laughs> beverage okay, or two. It's okay, sis. And I could not get that out. <laughs> okay. He's no. not. <laughs> you could have. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There you go. <laughs> he is not a doctor, <laughs> and he do not have all the kids. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. So I think we have to just remember the fact that like we don't know these people, and mm-hmm. even like as much as I love Beyonce, we don't know her. She could be terrible. Right. I don't believe she is. Right. But we don't know, and, and that's then, just the point. We don't know these people. Way, though, then some people were saying, oh, so then why don't you listen to R. Kelly's music? Because of the allegations R. Kelly's under. The difference for me is that R. Kelly sings about what he's doing. Uh, Heathcliff was not acting what he did. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. That's the separation to me. Uh, R. Kelly's singing about being the Pied Piper. Like, that's... No. Like, (laughs) he's singing about doing what he's doing. So that's Uh, the difference for me. But I understand the argument. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like an art... I say, I think there's a difference between music artists and actors just because music. You're not playing a role. Typically, and I know sometimes the music industry can be fickle, but typically you're putting out the art you want to put out that represents you right. and who you are as a person. Even if you ain't writing, it's still, you're not going to sing something. It's your vibe. It's your, right. that's what I'm saying. Typically when you have some clout, like an R. Kelly, mm-hmm. where you can sing about what you want, you're not having labels telling you no or whatever. Right. You're, you're singing your art and what is a part of you. And to me, whether people agree or not, I do think that's the difference between that and playing a movie role. Right, right. There's a difference. Because yeah. you could play a villain in a movie and that's not who you are. Exactly, exactly. Do you know what I mean? So I, I think there is a difference between the two. But I, right. I, you know, I know how people will cor- correlate them. Yeah, they try to make everything the same when it's not. They do. So moving on to why I don't watch football anymore. Jesus, you know what? So, what NFL teams will be fined if players don't stand during the uh, national anthem? So, they put this into order, and I just thought, okay, so I'm done. 
Right. I didn't watch this last season anyway, but this is more of a why well, I'm down with football because right. it's one thing to say you may not agree with the players, but now you're trying to force your hand mm-hmm. to get them to um, behave in a way you want to behave, frankly, for money. Right. Frankly. It's right. not for no real... To me, I don't believe that it's really about respecting the flag. Y'all can care less. You don't want to upset... It's about fake patriotism. That's what I'm saying. You don't want to upset the people who are upset by them not stand, you know, standing. Right. And I feel like it's whack. Um, the Jets... It was the Jets. The Jets he code. came out and said... We'll pay it. Yeah, and I appreciate that. And I can uh, I can give him a, a nod right, really for saying for trying to let his players exercise their freedom. Right. Um, but I think it's white. But I really encourage people to not watch. I got to be honest with you, I do because I feel like even with the Colin Kaepernick situation, I would hear a lot of people of color say, "Yeah, that's whack." But I mean, I love football. Like they still weren't willing. But it's like, how to much not do you watch. love yourself and your people more than you love? And so football? I wonder now, with any more people who did want to do it last year because of Colin, would they be inclined to do it now? Because I feel like, look, football is cool, and we like sports, but like football ain't paying y'all bills, right? Right. Okay? And right. I, I just, I just, I don't know. I'm not gonna knock nobody. Do what you want to do, but yeah. I just wonder, does this make people feel any more inclined to be like, you know what, I'm gonna chill with them, right? I don't know, but I just was like, well, I'm done. Right. and But you know, the irony of it is because then, I forgot which coach for the NBA, he was like, oh, yeah, we're built more flexible. And we like, yeah, I no, heard his, no, y'all don't. I heard his statement. That's a lie because they can't um, kneel or sit down during the anthem either. That's a rule in the NBA because a Muslim player years ago didn't want to stand and it was a big issue. So now it's a rule for them. So basically... The NBA went through this just like a decade ago. Like, it was a while ago. So, he's basically like, oh, well, we let them wear shirts that say what they want to say. And we let them speak out at the uh, press conference after they, after they want to. So, yeah, we're a bit more relaxed. No, y'all got the same dead one rule. So, stop making it seem like y'all better than the NFL because y'all not. But, that's all. <laughs> well, I mean, that's something to point out. I think... <clears throat> I'll say this. It's not always easy. Like, when you start to really learn about things, mm-hmm. it's not always easy to be like, oh, this is wrong. I don't want to support it. Oh, no. It. You it's know what I mean? It's way more. It's easier to just be like, I'm going to just rock with it. Like, yep. I love the zoo. At the same time, I don't want to go to the zoo. Because they hold them things in captivity. So, you know what I mean? It is difficult as you as you. That's why I, awaken. I like appreciate the aquariums and the zoos that... They only keep them to rehabilitate, and then they let them go. I'm, I'm like, cool. I go to them any day because they only keeping them to make them better, and then they release them back in a while. But yeah, I mean, I it can so be fun. it can be difficult to like balance wanting to do the things that you enjoy, but then you mm-hmm. feel like this. You know, the, knowing the background, knowing yeah. so much about it makes you not want to. Yeah, it, it's hard. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't, I don't judge anyone who wants to continue. To play football, or even people who still want to listen to R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I get it. Sometimes for especially like people when I listen to like the Casey Crew and I talk about how much R. Kelly was like such a soundtrack of their life. It's hard to they I mean, know yeah. it's wrong. So I get it. That's what I'm saying. Like even with like Chris Brown, I didn't stop listening to Chris Brown after that. I didn't. I didn't. But I did feel. I did feel like it was. It, I felt pressure on both sides. Like, wait, am I not supposed to like him? Right. Like, am I supposed to still like like I did? It was a little conflict. It was conflict, but I kept. For but me, I but I kept listening. listening. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I did. I didn't I did. stop. Yeah. I did feel conflicted because I was like, "That's wrong. You should yeah. did that." Right. But I was still like, doo, doo, doo. <laughs> one, two, three, go. <laughs> uh, like, I was still seeing. Uh, uh. Like I was still. So I was like, I mean, I can't. I can't judge anybody. Mm-hmm. I, th- I mean, the other day I watched the Bill Cosby show. Right. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it can be tricky. Yeah. Um, anyway, moving on, Kanye and Kim are in the news, in the media, more because a couple weeks ago you heard, um, that Kanye wasn't supporting, uh, the Donda West Foundation in Chicago, like financially he wasn't supporting, and recently with the whole beef between Drake and Pusha T, we'll get to that next, um, Rhymefest came out and was like, you know, Drake, you want to help 
the foundation since kind of basically saying that Kanye's not. Right. And then Kim leaked into action and, and did a series of tweets talking about, you know, he's a liar and that, um, you know, he's just trying to be used, trying mm-hmm. to use Kanye, da da da. And then he put out a letter politely reading her for filth, frankly. Right. Um, yeah. Just talking about the whole how Kanye reached out to him to come work on the album. Yeah. How he said he wasn't really trying to be with that foundation. He was more concerned about his stuff. Right. Um, and talking about if y'all want to, you want your kids, because she made a statement talking about she want her kids to take over and run it. He's like, come on with it. Right. Take it over. Right. Um, and then the foundation just put out a statement that they wanted to rename it. Dang. They I wanted didn't to. Hear that part. Yeah, they wanted to like rename the organizations due to like all the backlash yeah. prior to this situation, like when Kanye was talking about Trump and stuff like that. Yeah. It was impacting yeah. apparently. Their donations. I understand Because that. people didn't, which I didn't even know, even though his mother's name was on it, like, he's not really involved. Right. But because but of that, know that, people didn't know that, and their donations were going down, and they right. were struggling. So right. after this situation, they, like, put out a statement That's saying bad. they wanted to, like, rename it. Because, I mean, independent from Kanye, she still has a legacy. And so right. it is sad that he's affecting her legacy negatively. Right. And so they put out a statement about it and then Kim put out another set of tweets which I'll say this so I'm which tired I want, of tweets and statements but whatever <laughs> I know but I'll say because people do like rag on Kim and that's whatever but I will say she ride for her so that's all I'm gonna say that's true and whether you like it or not she ride for her husband mm-hmm. as you're supposed to do right. and she just put out some more statements about the situation how she's pissed and da 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 so I'm gonna say, hopefully they can just figure it out privately. Yeah. Because at the end that. of the day, it is tainting the mom's her journey impact in Chicago as right. being uh, over like washed by all this Kanye Kim. Like right. it's not. Right. It's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. And I just feel like. Figure it out. Have it powwow privately. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'll say. Like we no don't more do tweets. That just saying, no, and I do think. Sometimes we need to do that more. Like people, yeah. even people of the industry, like do more of like, let's chop it up. Let me call Especially you. because tweets, a lot of times between people in the industry can be taken out of context. They can. Just talk to each other. Like, and y'all, like you literally, y'all Nobody know each other. So then it's and like. you don't got each other's numbers, you know somebody that can get it for you. Like, but they do. Just how she say, you, can't invite you up here, you up here. So y'all know each other. So right. my thing is, how about. We have some private conversation, but people right. people do what they do. Yeah. I just feel like sometimes you need to just, when things arise, handle it and mm-hmm. move. It don't always have to be so public. And that's not just even with celebrities. I'm talking about even with people. Because yeah. you'll see stuff on Facebook or Instagram. Everything going, problems, every problem does not have to be so public. Sometimes right. chop it up privately, talk privately, and like keep it moving. Right, right, right. Just my two cents. And, oh, moving to the Drake Pusha T. Yeah. So Pusha T released some new music, mm-hmm. including cover art that was Whitney's, a picture of Whitney Houston's bathroom. Yes. Um, apparently, the family's not happy with it. But if you look at the bathroom, I can see why they're not yeah. happy. Yeah. It looks dirty. You can see, you know, that was, we all know how she passed and right. things that she was battling. And the right. family just feels like they're using this for attention mm-hmm. and it's putting like kind of. It's dimming a light on her legacy. Right. And I could get that. I get yeah. that part of it. But anyway, in the song, he was talking about Drake. Yeah. Drake <laughs> came back, did um, hit it back on another track. Mm-hmm. I thought both were, like, cool. Yeah, but this ain't a Meek Mill Drake. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. This is very different. <laughs> I'm going to say it's different because, like, Pusha T is Pusha T. Right. So that's why I'm like, right. while... Drake is comical. <laughs> like the invoice, great. Right. That was really good. Because <laughs> it is true. Mm-hmm. People who may not know Pusha T, who rock with Drake, mm-hmm. are intrigued and going to listen to Pusha T. So, like, clever doing right. that little invoice. Right. However, Pusha T, lyrically, I just think it's a difference. Yes. And I feel like. Because, like, like, Drake uh, won the Meek Mill battle because his songs were. But they got better radio play. They were more catchy. Not necessarily just because of the lyrics. It was because of the song as a whole. But Pusha T is not Meek Mill. Like, and he's not looking for... 
I don't think he would care on no radio play. He gonna put out no. a rhyme. He gonna put out right. what he put out. And he don't need Craig. And he don't. <laughs> and it's just like, here it is. Right. So I'm curious to see how long it's gonna go. I don't think it's gonna go that long. I'm curious to see, is Pusha T gonna come out with something else? Right. I'm sure. I'm sure. He you know. I'm, I'm pretty sure he is. And so I'm curious to, to, to I think it's fun. <laughs> and I think it can be fun when it's not like crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. just the songs. You're like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and they don't go no further than that. Right. Yeah. Like I like to hopefully think they're secretly cool and this is all just for publicity. I always hope for stuff like that. Uh, they're I not. But I don't think. That's I always like to hope that because I be feeling like when people, people do take stuff too far. And That's like true. sometimes yeah. I be hoping like, they can do this. Just right, just stick to the music, and then like maybe a month from now, you'll see them in public, like chopping like it the, up. Uh, like the Kanye Fifty Cent beef back in the day, when their albums came out on the same day. That was fun. <laughs> it was all in fun. I feel like it was fun. <laughs> I remember that TRL episode. Yep, it was all orchestrated. Okay, both of that short behind standing up at each other. <laughs> so, I feel like that's all I got. Okay. Yeah, that was all I had for today. Okay. So moving to the um, question of the week. So our question was, would you rather be able to detect any lie you hear or get away with any lie you tell? So we got a good amount of responses. Yes. Um, Delilah Shante, detect lies, easier to sniff out the BS. Reese Peace, get away with any lie I tell. I already assume a lie is going to come out when men open their mouth. Girl, Reese Peace, <laughs> you be having some great responses. Okay? Show, we do. She be having the best responses. Because um, they're going to just do what they do. Don't get me started. <laughs> Please don't get out of here. Okay, uh, Juicy Diva. She said, do you know how much noise we have to deal with if we can detect every lie? People lie every day, B. I would never have, uh, I would never have peace. I'll take the latter. So we got a good amount of detect. He said, uh, headshot 1906 said detect, be a bloodhound for the lies and turn it into a hustle and make money off of it. That's smart. <laughs> That's smart. Cause you could not, you wouldn't have to be a private detective. You could just go up to someone's like. Husband be like, are you cheating? He be like, nah. He's lying. <laughs> now pay me a fee. Now pay me a fee. <laughs> to um, find out your husband was cheating. Right. Um, all sheep miss finesse. I can already tell when people are trying to BS me, so I'm going to go with being able to tell lies and get away with it. So we got like detect, detect. Bell Scrib DeVoe said, if I can get away with any lie to anybody about anything, I can pretty much um, bend reality to my will. So let's go with that one. And we had some on Facebook. Yeah, I was about to put. Jeremy Gibbons said, I would want to be able to detect any lie here. Getting away with any lie I tell would not make me a better person. And then Jasmine, I forgot how to say her last name, said, be able to detect any lie here. I would be unstoppable then. I would rather t- um, detect any lie here, cause I just feel like, for me personally, I'm not really, I'm not a good liar anyway. <laughs> I laugh, mm-hmm. um, cause I'm just not a good liar, and mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to lie either, cause I right. feel like there's ways to be honest and without necessarily having to hurt someone's feelings. But I would love to be able to detect lies. I think my gut does a pretty good job, but if mm-hmm. I had something for sure mm-hmm. that I knew people was lying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I would rather detect lies too. Um, I just think it would be more useful. I don't need to be able to tell. It's a lot. Right. I don't need to be able I to do that. I just want to know when people lie to me, be like, oh, I'm not getting the race. Cool. Like, that's the kind of lies I want to be able to. You said you was where? <laughs> With who? With who? <laughs> I don't think so. Try again. Where was you really at? Who was you really with? Okay. How about that? <laughs> But what if you ask your mom that and then you find out something you didn't want to know? Like, oh. Why are you lying? I would say. Well, I mean, because some lies. Why are you like always lying? Party. Why are you always lying? Lies like a surprise party. Those kind of lies aren't. Well, people don't try to give me surprise parties. Not true, but okay. And I would love a surprise party. If we could try this again, but somebody likes to ruin things because they nosy. 
I have grown. <laughs> Try it again. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. Or do it. Try harder, please. I really, <laughs> like, I really want one. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, I'd rather be with the tech class. Yeah. So, um, we wanted to kind of give some recap thoughts from an event we went to on Thursday. Um, it was Bourbon and Boy Shorts. They're another podcast. Um, and they had, had an event called um, Mingle. Shoot. Some sort of like. Some sort of like. Taste and mingle. Oh, okay. Taste and mingle. And so we had some recap thoughts from the event. So. (laughs) That we wanted to get. It was set up. They had like some games, but then Mm -hmm. we did like a discussion. Which we played a game that we played before, but it just seemed way dirtier. (laughs) Really did. It's. The mean game. What do you mean? Which is. That's a fun game. Fun group game. I had it. I probably played the cookout. So, we went into this round table, like, discussion. Yeah. Um, in the room, it was definitely more women than men, which is typically how it is anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think we just kind of start off talking about, like, why people aren't dating. I feel like I was the first one to speak, and I mm-hmm. said, like, guys ain't shit. You know, mm-hmm. just let's just start it off. <laughs> let's just throw let's it out there. Let's just throw it out there. <laughs> And I'm going to say this, like I said then, I did not say, not all. Right, you you gave a further I gave a, I gave a percentage. Yeah. <laughs> and I gave what I consider that, which is ain't-ish. Which mm-hmm. is like, for me, um, inconsistency. Right. Um, okay, <laughs> let's preach, let's talk about, let's it. talk about it. Let's talk about it. Ooh, let me, let me, ooh, I was about to, okay. I was about, to, I was about to say <laughs> something. We've been sipping on a little cocktail I made. Oh, my little. Uh, I want to eat the fruit at the bottom. My little champagne cocktail. I'm gonna have a cocktail book, y'all. I make bomb punches. They'll tell you. I make some good mixed beverages. Anyway, for me, being ain't shish is inconsistency. Right. It's um, not being honest with intent. Mm-hmm. Hashtag wasting people's time. Stuff mm-hmm. like that to me makes you. Ain't shish. Right. And I even said that women have that capability as well. Oh, I yeah. don't think we're above it. We are not. Right, right. I also think we're more public with it. I think before. Uh, I would say that we probably get away with it. No, but I was going to say mm-hmm. we do get away with more, period. Yeah. But I feel like there's a more public, I don't give a F mentality I see more with women. Okay. Not necessarily yeah. like um, F, you know, F. You know, guys, but like Drake said, nice for what? I I, I feel that. <laughs> I feel like more women are being more like, I don't know, just vocal. Right. If that makes any sense. Yeah. But I do agree that we probably do just as more dirt. We just get away with it better. Like, I, I do believe that. I don't think that's not true. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we're better. We're better at We're it. We're better at that. I don't know if that's a good thing, but I don't know. Like we 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 are better liars. We are like we can get away with more. You know mm-hmm. I. You know I ain't gonna say that's. Good, that's not a good quality. But it's it's factual. It is. It is. It so is. we just kind of started from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I what, think well I will say just to say I think we were like the youngest in the room. We for sure were. And so that was first. I was like. When I was looking around, like hearing people, I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> so I think age always helps. I think it might have been a few people our age, but I think for the most part, we were on the younger end. Which is not normal necessarily for us. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> um, and I guess some of the responses made me feel. I think sometimes. Like, girl, up? girl. <laughs> I'm gonna say, and I've learned this, and I know this, but it's like sometimes you like to think as you get older you get better, and it's like that's really not the case. Nah. So as we were sitting there, and I'm hearing some of people's responses. I'm like, "How old are you? No shade. <laughs> like you still think this? Yeah. Okay. I think, I, that's why I don't. I've never thought that it was an age thing. It's just that I think you get better as you learn more. So as you experience more, and actually learn from it. Because if you keep going through the same experiences, that means you didn't learn from it the first time. So. And some people just don't learn until a little bit later in life. So I want to start off with one comment. This one guy <laughs> said that he found it was hard to date women these days because, like, they don't know. 
you know. And by the way, I'm this was like a week ago, so I'm just, a couple of days ago. No, so I'm I trying to remember. <laughs> it was a couple of days ago, yeah. and I've been drinking, so <laughs> I already said that. He said something on the lines of like women don't know their role, or like oh, yeah. the women be doing guy stuff, but he couldn't really articulate. He backpedaled because he knew he was about to come for him. I think all the women was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> He had to. He had to stop. He even moved his feet at one point. But I'll say this: I felt like he was a more traditional man. Yes, I would agree. And that's nothing wrong with that because mm-hmm. there are women who like to play into the traditional yeah, some people are okay. gender roles. Yeah. Because some of the things that he was saying were very weird. Because he talked about, you know, women. He was like, you know, a lot of women make more money now, which I was like, false, not true. We still make less than men. (laughs) Granted, there is more women in leadership these days, and women typically are more educated. We're still not making as much money. Sadly, that doesn't equate to more. So I wanted to say that when he first spoke it, but what I wanted to say was, he made his comment about like, you know, women not necessarily needing men in the same way. You know, they have their own money and. Mm Um, but then he kind of said it's not about money, but it's like, why would you bring up money then? <laughs> it was very conflicted, and I felt like, I don't know, it sounded like insecurity a little bit to me. Yeah. As he was speaking. Yeah. And I do wonder, and maybe I, we need to, this is a conversation, a question to ask when we have male guests. Is it emasculating if you know your lady makes more than you? I don't feel like it's, sh- I mean, I feel like. It's obviously, it also depends on how she carries it. I don't think mm-hmm. it should be a thing to hold over anyone's head. I know it can be done, and you're not supposed, you shouldn't do that. Right. I don't feel like you should. But, like, is that a thing? Do guys feel weird if they know? Right. But, I mean, from my experience, it's very possible to still be the head of the household, to still be the dominant person in the relationship, even though the woman makes more. So, I agree. I don't think those are, that's mutually exclusive. He may perceive it that way, but it can definitely, it doesn't have to be that way. And I've only experienced it when a woman makes more, I still experience the man being the head of the household and right. the man still being the more dominant one. Right. So he may just have different experiences, but I've never seen that. But I was just, it just made me wonder, do men have an issue with if a woman's success is I feel like the guys visibly higher that than that are his. friends with us? Don't. Most of them would be like, no, it's more money for us. Like, I agree. That's how most of them would be. I agree. However, I know like that's our friends. That's our people. They may not think how everybody else does. I know I a like few. That's how most of them would be like, mm-hmm, that's more money for us. I do us. know like two guys who would feel weird about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that does impact the relationship. Yeah. yeah. Negatively when they can't like adjust to it. Right. I personally feel like it's not a big deal. As much as I've talked about like my want of financial stability... I will say, I don't need him to make necessarily more than me. It would be nice, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. But if he don't, okay. I just need a guy mm-hmm. who has some plans and are acting on the plans. Okay. And can pay his own bills. Mm-hmm. And have money in the bank. Because you just paying your bills. If so you ain't got you no savings account. A man that makes less than you? I have grown. <laughs> and I would consider that. <laughs> See how I've grown? Year one of Good Girls Aiden Badly. What did I say? No. Absolutely not. Year two. You consider it. I'd consider it. Okay. See that? Mm-hmm. I'm growing, y'all. <laughs> Year three, we'll see. Year three, we'll see who I'm with. I can confirm what I can handle. No, I'm just playing. I do feel like I have grown and I've realized how much people are very different Mm -hmm. and environments are different Mm -hmm. and that breeds different people. Right. So I've definitely have grown in the fact of trying to come from a place of understanding. Mm -hmm. I will say... Financial stability will always be important to me. Mm-hmm. And so if someone doesn't have what I feel is enough, mm-hmm. then I definitely need to hear what the plan is and what he's trying to do to get himself in a better place. Right. Because I do feel like if I was considering someone for a long-term relationship, possibly marriage, I need to know mm-hmm. you cool, especially if we about to merge assets. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because I mean, I know people that are broke but still have a good credit score, or people that got mad money but still have a bad credit score. Right. It's 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 a lot of factors. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm growing, <laughs> and I am trying to see things from a different perspective. <sighs> okay. Okay. So something else that happened during the event, which was the first time I ever experienced this, was. Someone publicly announcing with the person that they were in a situation. I've never witnessed that in public Neither. with both parties there. Like, I was just like, oh, okay. But it's even taking a step further because technically, to me, it ain't a situation. That's, that's, that's her mister, aka like mistress, because <sighs> that woman. Mm-hmm. Was in a relationship. She has yeah. a boyfriend that I yeah. believe she said she lived with. Yeah. yeah. And then she had this guy that she was with at this event. Yeah. So. And to give the guy a little bit of credit, but still not that much because he's in the wrong too. Or not in the wrong, but he can need to take responsibility for his actions as well. Um, he didn't know that she was in a relationship until seven months down the line. And that's not cool of her. Right. To kind of set him up. Obviously at that point he already had deep feelings for her. And so at that point. You didn't want to go. Right. But at the event you can see he was irritated about it. He had been drinking. For him to bring it up at the event. Clearly he was. It almost seemed like he brought her there for intervention. I was like uh. (laughs) Intervention by strangers. (laughs) Right. Everyone was alarmed. Like I'm almost certain they argued for the rest of the night. Everybody was alarmed, and everybody was telling him. If that was me, we would have been arguing. If that was me, like she call me out like that. First of all, if I was her, and he said that, I'd have been like, "I'm gonna go." (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna go home to my boyfriend. That would hurt him. You have a blessed night. Don't be doing that. That's just me, but I wouldn't be in that situation. I wouldn't do that anyway. That I don't think. I don't believe I could. I can't handle that. <laughs> that's too much. Because then she's like she had kids too. That's a lot to balance. But the thing was, it's like she said her boyfriend knew that they were friends. Yes, but he didn't know. But that. clearly they're more than friends. Yeah. But it's like, she was like, you know, we hang out a lot. And he's like, we go on dates. We go on vacation. It's a clear, like, they it's need a. Therapy. It's a divide between them two. They need therapy. Um. And he said he's dating someone else too. Well, he dates other people. I took that as he go like if the opportunity presents itself, he goes on dates with other women. However, if the day ever came where she like, all right, I'm I left my man. It's I wanted to be me and you. He would drop anybody else he was involved with at the drop of a hat and be with her. That's how I took that. Yeah, I can see that. Like he's not actually invested in any of the other people that he sees. Good goodness. It's a mess. So I feel like as everyone is like yelling at them. Everybody had questions. I had questions. Like Sydney was going in. Well, I wasn't necessarily going in. I was just trying to get them to see that both of them need to take responsibility for what they did. She was wrong for not showing him really, really was the first seven months. But he can't blame her now because he's staying there. So it's like, well... Yeah, she was wrong the first seven months, but then she gave you the opportunity to leave, and you still sitting right here. So you can't keep being upset with her for doing what you're accepting. You teach people how to treat you, so you're teaching her that this is okay, and that even if y'all do end up getting together, is that still okay? Like, can she like? It's just he's not teaching her how he wants to be treated. Well, I well when I was sitting there and everyone's like giving their two cents, I that kind of felt like. Do y'all really think we're impactful to them right now? I hope so. I don't. Like she said that said, like y'all not saying nothing she hasn't talked heard about. And maybe his thought was sometimes, because sometimes hearing things from a stranger mm-hmm. taking you like out of your friend group sometimes can impact you better. Maybe that was part of his like Plain. putting it out there. <laughs> but I was sitting there like, y'all wasting y'all breath. I These are two planning to do that or if it just happened. I just feel like these are two very grown people, and yeah. I don't see how a group of strangers saying stuff that they already know was going to do anything. Doesn't mean it didn't. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. that. But I was just sitting there like, y'all going back and forth with them, like, 
They literally said they're going somewhere after this. They, <laughs> they have a date after this. Like, I'm like, what y'all t- What are uh, this is the beginning of their night. This is the beginning of their night out before she go home to her man. Okay, I'm like, I don't know what. I just felt like, what do y'all think we about to do? Because I mean, the- one of the other attendees also said every time she sees them like they're together, she never sees them separately. So she like, I will say, me and her agreed on one thing that the lady's boyfriend is probably doing his own thing because there's oh, no yeah. way. And that's probably why it's kind of like, don't ask, don't tell. Like, that's your friend. And so that that's why they suggested that they just be in a polyamorous relationship. But the guy said, no, that's not what he wants. So that closes that. But, like, you can't suggest something that they don't want. Um, that might be what the woman had wanted, but that's not what he wants. I don't even think that's what she wants. <laughs> I, I just say this is the type of stuff I don't like, that whole intent. Mm-hmm. You know... She had a boyfriend. She shouldn't have been entertaining him. That right. intent thing. Right. That's yeah. not cool. You like, get people. Sure. What are you doing this for? You get people caught up in stuff that they didn't ask for. Yeah. Yeah. And people emotions involved and all that kind of stuff. And it's just I, honestly, I don't know how people have energy to be having like boyfriends and then having the side pieces. <laughs> I honestly have never been someone who can have like a roster. I've tried it. It's exhausting. I have called people by the wrong names before. Oh I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. I'm I really can not. say in the past when I wasn't serious about dating, I've been able to do it. Now I'm not interested in doing it. I just don't feel like it for one. But in the past, I was able to do it. But none of them thought that they was the main. Like they all knew we was all just kicking it. I was getting to know all of them. Like, they mm-hmm. knew there wasn't anything serious with anyone involved. But at this point in my life, I'm not interested. It's either going to be one person or none. I feel <laughs> that. I feel like for me, that's what it always been. Because I just, <laughs> when I've tried back in the day, it was just like, no. I have I was sent a so, text to the wrong person. Like, whoops. I, I've done that. Yeah. I've been on the phone and call. I look. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not good at it. And I just be exhausted because you got to have like the same conversation with all of them. Like sometimes the whole like, how's your day? How did I? I just feel like I just felt like I was repeating myself way too much. And I already hate the whole get to know you process anyway. Mm-hmm. So it just feels like exhausting to do it with well, all I feel of like them. That's what Tinder is. Like Tinder is having that. It's exhausting. With so many people. Like, yeah. Hi, how are you? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? It's just like, what are you going to eat? What could you like? You watch this? You watch this? Huh? Okay. Cool. Like, oh my gosh. It's painful. <laughs> I hate it. It can be. It can be. It just. But I think it's also harder to do when you have a lot, like when you have stuff in your life. Like for me, I can't do that. I go to work, I come home, I do more work. Like I just don't have time. I wouldn't have time to see more than one person. Yeah, I wouldn't have time. (laughs) It would be like every other, like I I just wouldn't have time. I don't have time. I do have a a busier schedule. And I noticed that when when I've like tried to talk to like guys who didn't, Mm -hmm. it didn't work because it was like I was never available enough. And then I personally wasn't as into them because I was like, why don't you have something else to do? Like, I, I would feel like you don't, all you do is work. You don't, right. you don't have no hobby. You don't, yeah. you don't do anything else. I personally kind of, I realized that I don't really like that if a guy only works and has like nothing else nothing to else do. Doing. Yeah, outside of work. It's like a turn off for me. I realize mm-hmm. that because they just be like, what are you doing? Because you feel like they could be doing something with their time, whether it's volunteering or. Yeah, I just feel like working out or something I mean I just I know like this one guy it was just it was annoying because I felt like it was always waiting for me to be available <laughs> at any point in time any point in the day mm-hmm. and I don't have an issue making dating a priority and scheduling yeah, like, I keep time. myself on a schedule so yeah, yeah. that's not an issue but I just yeah. felt like it would become these oh it seems like you're always busy it's like no I'm not relax there are yeah. plenty of times where like I don't have anything to do like yeah, it just got annoying and I feel like Dating someone who who has more to do, whether it be going to the gym or have like a side hustle or and then or you know, they volunteer or something, something, something like that. Right. I feel like it helps to understand my schedule more. Because yeah. I do work and I and I do work at a place where sometimes I have late hours, sometimes I'm away yeah. for days at a time and then Weeks. we have out 
that except for the bigger ones and I have a podcast and I'm trying to relaunch my other blog and a church like I have other stuff to do too so I appreciate dating someone who kind of has other stuff to do so then that can also be hard but I think that's what to I'm get together that but it's about creating balance because like for me everybody knows Monday and Wednesday after work I do work at home for my personal clients However, Wednesday can easily be shifted to Tuesday if we know Wednesday is an easier night for us to get together. So it's like, yes, I have a schedule and yes, I have other stuff to do. But if I'm told in advance, I can move stuff around. Same here. Um, it's just like, I'm not a last minute person like Wednesday night. Like, oh, let's do this. Like, I'm Wednesday. like, no, that's not my schedule. Right. So it's like, it, I think it's all about awareness of one another's schedules and seeing where, what days are more flexible. Like Thursday and Friday are pretty flexible with me. But that's because personally, I don't schedule work, client work on those nights because I know that those are the nights more likely that I'm willing oh. to either go out or I just want to sit and watch TV. Like those are the nights that I I want to do those things. So, but that was very. It was interesting. I think mm-hmm. even I was talking about like they had this discussion about like sex and like. Um, this one particular lady <laughs> was talking about how, like, guys ain't getting this, guys ain't getting that. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, the guys were, like, up in arms, which I get it. They was like, don't mean y'all that great either. <laughs> and so, I wanted to yell at everyone, like, hello, we all have different wants, mm-hmm. different things. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I was saying this whole, like, sex chat of, like, he don't know how to do this, he don't know how to do that. Or they have this attitude of, I'm too grown to teach someone. You're teaching someone you. Right. You're right. not teaching someone necessarily sex. Right. You're teaching someone you. Mm-hmm. And when you connect with someone, you want to be intimate with someone, you do need to have that attitude of teaching someone what you like mm-hmm. and vice versa. Or like, it won't be a pleasurable experience. Mm-hmm. Everybody don't like the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's three of us in this room and there are things I know y'all like that I will hurt somebody if they try on me. And vice versa. Do you know what I mean? I'm just saying. <laughs> but no one will know that right. if everyone walk around with the same assumption that everyone likes the same thing. I mean, right. we had that fetish episode right. like two Sundays ago, which proves <laughs> everyone don't like everything. Because some of that stuff is like, no ma'am. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay? Right. Don't pee on me. Don't don't I don't like feces. Keep your feet away from me. Like so I just feel like even with that conversation, it I don't know, it seemed kind of childish. So that was the part where I was like, and that goes back we're to older, the, right? Y'all yeah. older, but yeah. it don't really matter. But that goes back to the willingness to make adjustments. Like, no, if you are, like you as an individual, your schedule when you're not dating or not talking to anyone is not going to be the same as when you are. Like, that's just, and like, if you want to really be invested in somebody, your schedule may shift a little bit. It has to shift. Right. Or you're not going to be in a relationship. So sometimes when I get irritated, it goes back to my... (laughs) Okay? We've dealt with some things. Tara has dealt with some things. Girl. (laughs) And so it goes back to that intent thing. You can't Mm. be this person like... Oh, I want to see you. I want to be with you. Da, 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 da. And then you get upset when I'm upset because Girl, I don't ever see you. Why are you preaching? We don't ever talk. <laughs> but it's like, you wanted to date. You right. wanted to, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. when people, and then my thing is, when people are deciding when they want to date or have someone in their life, you do have to make a space for them. Yeah. And even in the beginning, you do have to make a space for them. Right. They may not get the huge space a boyfriend would get or a husband would get, mm-hmm. but. For you, you to learn each other to yeah. see if y'all could get to that level, right. you have to make some space. Yeah. If you're not willing to do that, don't date. Right. Don't be wasting people's time. Because right. I've even gone to the extent of like on the nights that I do have to do work for clients. I'll bring my laptop with me. Like, all right, we can do it from your spot or whatever. As long as I get my stuff done and then we can, you know, go out, eat, watch TV, whatever. But it's all about making adjustments. And so if you're saying, oh, I'm not willing to make any changes in how I want this or mm-hmm. how I want that or what I do after work, then that means that you just simply don't want anyone else in your life. Mm-hmm. You only want it to be how your life is as an individual and as single, and then you don't need to try to date anybody. Agreed. I feel like if you're going into the dating process not not being willing to adjust, mm-hmm. and, not, and first of all, no one's saying it's easy. It's not always know. easy to make these adjustments. Yeah. But it's life. If you're trying to, like, 
even if it's casual, you still have to make room for each other. And especially yeah. if you're looking to find your person. Right. And but You're going to have to do that. Yeah, but I think there's also a balance of not making, not, then this I wouldn't even call adjustments, but changing too much to accommodate one person. No, then, yeah, we don't want that. Because like, I've done that before where it's like I made too much accommodation for another person and like I could tell that work for my clients was slipping and I'm like, oh, I got to tighten up. Because now I'm not even doing, you know, what I'm contractually in agreement with a company to do. And that's money. Like, I'm letting money slip through the cracks because I'm making too much adjustments for another person. So it's, it's always that balance of making sure that, you're, yeah, you're getting done what you need to get done to progress in your career or your fitness or whatever. But you're also making time for another person in the process. So it is a balancing act, but it's completely possible. I mean, there's plenty of people out here in relationships, so. <laughs> Somebody making it work. Right. <laughs> did you want to say something? I don't want to say anything. Come on. <laughs> I feel like you I do. I agree with both of you are saying. I just feel like in this season of Nice for What. Okay. Say what you want up front. If you can't make that time and that commitment, don't waste my time. Did it once this year, and I won't be doing it again. Wow. That's that. (laughs) She said what she said. Okay. But I agree. I mean, I gotta be like, (laughs) I don't like to be the bitter girl, like, oh, guys ain't shit, and da da da. da." That's not true. (laughs) But I will say that I think it's important to know yourself, know your limitations. Yeah. And when going into dating, I think intent is everything. So I really think you need to know yourself and where you're at and what you can handle. Because sometimes you may want this, but can you handle this right now? So sometimes you may want a relationship and you want to fall in love and you want that, but you're not in a place where you can literally handle that. Because there's a responsibility that comes with that type of love and commitment that I feel like people don't be ready for. It's like, we want the, the cute part of it. We want the pictures. We want to be boot up, boot up, (laughs) which is a hit. You want to do all that stuff, but then you don't want to talk to the person. Mm -hmm. The communication sucks and you're not making enough time for them. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, you're not really trying to be committed. I, Mm -hmm. I just think, I don't know, especially as I get older, I realize how much you need to be ready for that. Willing yeah. to be vulnerable with someone. Yeah. Willing to let the walls down. Mm-hmm. And I like sometimes I hear so many times, oh, I have trust issues. Oh, I have trust issues. You need to work on it because yeah. that's not an excuse right. to be right. a nutball in a relationship. Okay? That's true. That's true. You got to be willing to say, I do have some issues. I am working on them. I'm going to try my best to be accountable and aware of them and mm-hmm. not drag you in my mess. Side note, because this is about it. We were listening to Bag Lady by Erica Badu. Oh, God. <laughs> Can I tell y'all, today, May, what's today? 27? Yeah. 2018. Why did I realize that Bag Lady is not really about bags, physical bags? Ma'am. Can I tell y'all Ma'am. something? I, I got to be honest with you. You realize most songs ain't what it's obviously like it's about. Let's not talk about most songs. Let's just talk about <laughs> this oh my song. God. Oh my Jesus. We're sitting here and I'm like, Bag lady, <laughs> you gonna hurt your bag. And I was like, my God. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I said, I literally was like, I don't think she's talking about bags. That's your beverage, dear. And <laughs> was like, duh, she's talking about like baggage. baggage. And so then I look up the lyrics and I'm like, Oh wow, Peg like what? Cause you got too much stuff. I was like, what? Cat, seriously. I've been singing this song since this came out. And today I realized it's talking about like baggage in your life. And how you gotta pack, you know, not be walking around with all that. Yep. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna listen to the song when it's we're done recording. But I was like, wow, Shanae, totally went over your head. But that song bring up the point of like even the baggage part. Yeah, yeah. Of being aware of your baggage and trying to really give the person you're dating or giving a chance a clean slate. 
Because mm-hmm. I feel like we do come into a situation clouded because of things that we have seen, things that we've been through. And I know for me that you're not over yet, that you're still dealing with. And I know for me, I'm a person that like, I've had my experiences, but what's the word when you like feel others' pain? Um, You're an empath. I am. And so when I see other people go through stuff, when I see people go through stuff, it impacts me in a way that isn't the typical person. Like, I'm not a person who's like, oh, that's sad. I'm like, oh, that's sad. I'm crying. Same. And it didn't even happen Same. to me. Same. And so sometimes, for me, going into a dating situation, I have the stuff that I've actually been through, and I have mm-hmm. the stuff that my friends have been through, and right. I have the stuff that I've seen my family go through. Yeah. And that's, like, all in my head. And I have to make a conscious effort not to. to not project that on someone who's trying to get to know me. And that's not easy, but... Those are the things I feel like people need to be aware of. And that's the one thing I saw like at at that event was to see people who clearly have lived more life than me, mm-hmm. um, had more experiences than me in certain areas, and to still be, seems like carrying them bags on their back. Yeah. It made me go, I'm so happy I'm in therapy, praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, still trying to unpack my bags. I don't want to be like, you know, and it's nothing, people, and I... There's nothing wrong with any of them. Right. But I'm saying, if I could get rid of some of my bags early, mm-hmm. I think that's ideal. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. I would agree. So I didn't want to be like judgy or nothing. Just, yeah. I don't want to be the bag lady. Now that I realize oh my what the bag lady, can I tell you, I thought it was like an old lady <laughs> with a lot of like shopping bags on the bus for the longest time. <laughs> I feel like an idiot <laughs> that I didn't realize earlier. I'm 26 years old. <laughs> How did it take me this long to realize she is not talking about grocery bags? <laughs> well, you know, thank God for growth. Right? And learning. Uh- oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I'm still like, wow, she learned. <laughs> How you ain't know that? <sighs> But yeah, that was a recap of the event. That was pretty much all we had to talk about tonight, guys. Um, always pay attention to um, our Instagram for the question of the week. If you have any topic suggestions or question suggestions, email us, goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. Also, uh, go ahead. remember August 18th, our two-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. We'll have more info coming. Yes. Just about details, Just sponsors. Just put it on your calendar. Just put it on your calendar. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this. Any small businesses yeah. who try to mix and mingle with girls behaving badly, <laughs> email us at yeah. goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com or you can DM us on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. We're yeah. available. Yeah. So as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing the good and the bad of every week.